What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Buckeye BS on the Best Air Media Network, Spring Game Edition. What's going on, fellas? What's up, boys? Racking. What up, what up, what up, what up? Um, Lots to talk about man. today. Lots to talk about yeah. today. Yeah, man. I was getting yeah. to it, man. Monday night vibes, man. too. Different time yeah. slot for us. Definitely, yeah. man. I say, uh, what up, Cam? What up, C? What up, Terry? See y'all in the chat earlier. I mean, early. While everybody in here, go ahead and give that video a like. You know, su- subscribe. If you like what you're seeing. Tell a friend. Share it on your everybody. timeline. Tell your mom, baby mom. Yeah, all that, call your grandma. Try to get off the phone in five minutes. I dare you to do it. <laughs> 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 but yeah. So uh, quick, I'm going to start with this. Um, and everybody also do this in the chat. I want everybody in here, starting with Mike. Give me your one-liner from the spring game. Keep it short. Keep it one line. What stood out to you? Go ahead, Mike. Recruiting. Okay. Ron. Defensive line. All right. Cam. End phase. DB. We're end phase. They were around the ball when the ball was being caught. We have not seen that. What about you, Q? I will go young linebacker. Mm. Right. So we just had a 45 minute pre production mm. meeting and you didn't slip that on me. That's my take. So, everybody, yeah, throw me, throw me your one liners. Let me see what you think from the spring game. Mm. But uh, so let's hop into it. We had an action packed fly, ball flying through the air. You know what I'm saying? Air raid. Nah, it was, it, it was, it was chill. It was a solid yeah, spring game. It? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to um, obviously get everybody's overall feel of the spring game, and then we're going to just dive into it by position, just see if anybody has any hot takes per position. I'm sure we will. I'm gonna tell you, uh, the pre-show had a lot of, uh, had a lot of uh, anxiety to say some stuff. So uh, we'll go with Cam. Give me your overall general feel of the spring game. How you feel about it? Ah, where to begin? My overall general feel – for the spring game was it seemed like our team on defense for the most part had a higher understanding of what um type of techniques that Tim Walton wanted to uh, instill in our corners. Uh Perry Eliano, our safeties, they seemed to just have a higher understanding about spacing on routes and getting width and getting depth and just having an understanding of route tree concepts. It just looked like they weren't fucking completely confused and lost. Uh, I like that. Um, and also, we saw some push from up front, uh, specifically from the interior D-line. Like, we ain't really seen that much. I mean, I told you the last time the things to watch for, if you guys go back and watch the old um, <clears throat> Buckeye BS, I said, I want to see what Hero Canoe does in the middle and what my boy do. He was a defensive MVP for me in a whole spring game, five tackles. Two TFLs in the sack. We ain't never seen that from a three tech or a shade in how long. So other than Mike Hall against Notre Dame, so I don't know. I, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Um, that those are the main things. Not really getting into detail, but those are the main two things that I noticed from uh, our spring game. All right, uh, Ron, go ahead. Give me your spring game overall feel. Um, I had a positive feel. I wanted to give a shout out to Coach Mick. I feel like boys look twitched up out there. People were moving. I seen some triceps. I used to joke that triceps were banned on the OSU campus. Our basketball teams and football teams used to look doughy. Boys are cut up out there. Boys are running to the ball. And I was just excited to see the energy and the speed on the defensive side of the ball. People looked like they were in shape. People were moving to the ball. 
um, with pace. And, I mean, it's Ohio State. I'm sure that offense is going to fall into place. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited with the way the defensive the defense looked, and I'm excited to see what uh, Noel's defense looks like in year two. All right, Mike. Yeah, man. Uh, one thing that I like to see uh, in the spring game was the simple fact that the guys looked like they were able to just move faster. They weren't thinking as much on defense. Uh, that's something that I like to see. And also on offense, like to see some of those true freshmen. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. Overall, um, I felt like it was a solid spring game. I mean, it's spring, so I never go in expecting too much. Uh, I figured, you know, I might take a nap in the middle of the game, you know, because it just it doles out a little bit. But um, I thought it was solid. I thought the secondary looked good. I mean, I thought the offense, the offensive line was uh had QB running for their life half the time. But I thought McCord was okay. I thought um actually do from uh was he from Oregon State? I thought he did. I thought he did Correct. okay at points. He was a little bit mobile, so <laughs> not too much to take there. But um, leading off with that, Ron, I'll start with you. I know everybody's asking. So, what do you think about the quarterbacks? You have any hot takes on those, or you think it's uh, we're still going as we were before? Uh, my hot take is I have to stick to my guns and go with Cal McCord is going to be the starter. I was so aggressive with that take. I think it goes just to Cam, but okay. Um, <laughs> But no, um, I think I think Cal's the guy. Um, you saw during the uh, the third and fourth quarters, he really started to step into his throws and seemed to uh, have a rhythm. And I feel like with any new starter, you're gonna have those hiccups early until they get that confidence and a rhythm. And he's not out there with our starters. He's not out there with Marv. He's not out there with Emeka for the most part. So I feel like when he's out there with a full complement of his receivers. Uh, competent offensive line because we did see a lot of struggles out there by the offensive line. I feel like Cal will be just fine. All right. Mike, what you think? Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the spring game was never going to tell you uh, what anything. Ryan Day was not going to tell you <clears throat> anything about the quarterback competition at all. There was no reason. I, honestly, I think that it worked 1,000% in his favor. Uh, I still think Kyle McCord is ahead, but one thing that this does is is Ryan Day put him in some uncomfortable situations, put guys on the line who definitely weren't ready for Mike Hall, uh, allowing the defense to do certain things to the uh, offensive line as well. And, I mean, it made Kyle McCord uh, uncomfortable. So we got to see that. I think he responded, like Ryan said, in the third and fourth quarter. And that's what you like to see. You like to see him be able to adjust. And I, I think we still got on one when he get his uh, full compliment. But this wasn't a, a day to show anything about the offense or the quarterback. This was a day to showcase the defense for the recruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I completely agree. I mean – um, when you, when you saw Kyle in the beginning, he looked so in rhythm when he was throwing the ball with Marv in the offense, like knew where he was. Marv's been accounted for. He was wide open on those deep crossers. They put Marv in a slot. Um, we didn't really see that much of uh, that earlier in the, uh, in, uh, last season, uh, side note, I think that is a 
little gem for us to know that Brian Hartline and Ryan Day trust Carnell Tate to be a backup X, um, allowing him to move into that slot position. Look out for that package. I don't know anything. I'm just saying it makes sense. But um, and uh, yeah. So and then when Marv came out, you kind of see Jaden Ballard, um, Kojo Antwi, um, Kion Grays. Those guys, I mean, I'm going to be honest, man. They got strapped up a little bit out there. And um, granted, Kyle McCord kind of just, you know, was given uh, – wasn't given the best uh, play sheet to really work with. They didn't run any RPO concepts. We didn't run any mesh route concepts. Um, really didn't take any deep shots. Didn't have any deep over routes or anything like that on top of the pass rush. So, I mean, I don't really think it's really nothing that we could really take from Kyle. Um to really be negative about the one thing I didn't like personally, just me is just, I didn't think that his body language was the best for my starting quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. I, want, I want my starting quarterback to be head high, high I mean, energy. But how high is the standard time. after we saw Mr. <laughs> Disinterested for the last season lead the team? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I just, I just missed that stoic energy from my quarterback that we used to get. That JT like, Barrett. Yeah, that JT Barrett was rah-rah. Justin Fields just like I'm staring and Mike linebacker in the eye and I'm scoring a touchdown and y'all suck. Like, that was the vibe we got from Justin Fields. So it's like, CJ, love him to death, whatever. Good luck in NFL. But I just want my quarterback to – take the field and to just look like he's commanding what's happening. He's going to create an outcome on the football field that we can uh, expect to see week in, week out. And I just want him to uh, show that confidence because I rubs off on his teammates. You think if he learns how to dance, that would like rile the team up? Like if he came out with like a new TikTok dance at the beginning of the tunnel every game, would that get no, the team up? No, he don't need to do any well, no no. dances, bro. He need to just – he, like when you're on a team, like you can feel it when your quarterback, you know, is in command and he's confident. Like I don't think that he's at that point yet. Now I don't know if it's because he was because of the play calling, he wasn't confident. In what's going on? Or he's running for his life? But like you can just kind of tell that he was out there thinking a little bit. He wasn't really in command like the way I wanted to see my quarterback. So, but we got a long camp, so we'll see. Before we move on to running backs, a quick question for you, Q. Do you think if Kyle is named the uh, starter, you would see that confidence? Do you think it's because he's still in the battle? Do you think that's something that could be brought out of him? Um, I mean, from what I've heard, I've felt that he's had confidence moving in. I mean, seeing it as watching the game, <coughs> it may be a different thing because you're not in and around him to, to be able to get that feel. But, um, he, I mean, to me, he's always seemed like a confident guy that just waited his turn and knew his time was um, coming. So I didn't see anything that I was like, ah, he's a little bit shaky, yada, yada, yada. I mean, the way the, the defensive line was dominating, anybody's going to be shaky playing behind them because you might, you know, be bitten half the next, the next play. So um, i say he performed just fine for me. Nothing I really need to see just continues to improve because, again – I heard this the other day and it's uh, it stuck with me. It's like these guys really aren't competing more so against each other. They're competing to get to that Ohio State standard. And the winner, regardless of who it is, has to be at that standard that we've gotten used to. So that's the most important thing. And I think Kyle is with the experience in prime position to get there. So I would say he's doing just fine. I have no problems with the way he played. It's not going to look great on stats, but. You know, it's nothing to be like, ah, oh, we're in trouble. Like, like some fan bases would say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. But um, 
Uh, let's let's hit a couple super chat. Dude. I mean, I mean mm, you see the chat, Q. A. We just chat a, is going. We just a, we just had a whole argument, chat, about <laughs> what y'all talking about right now, Mister Trip Train. Um, and I want y'all to know yeah. right now, bro. He's a Hemothy and a half to me, bro. I'm on a chip train yeah. all the yeah. way. I'm on a chip train all the way. Let's go. Two thirds yeah. moving. Yeah. That's what I need, so, bro. That's what I need. So uh, what we really want to do is we want to hear from Q. Q, why are you not <laughs> yeah. on the chip train? Why are you not on train? the chip Yeah, oh, tell the I'm people not. why you are <laughs> not drinking the Kool-Aid. Answer the people, bro. <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to get to go like, all right. So this, this is my thing. Y'all. Y'all over here talking about chip this, chip that. We in the pre-show. I'm like, all right, like I'm cool on chip. Like I think he's solid. And yeah, he did have a nice run behind the biggest holding penalty I've seen all off season. Oh my! Yeah. Here we go, Mister Robot. And what's that? Kai, Kai Stokes who just came up and was like, I don't want to hurt him, so I'm gonna let him run. You know, the rest of the we've seen the that rest before. of the fifty yards. We've seen that before. That looked but, familiar. But, I mean, it's a spring game, so I can't really judge. What I'm saying is, based off of what I've seen, no one runs as hard as mine. I think I think if you want to go with power and running style, he's the best on the team. I think Trey has the highest ceiling. Now, we haven't seen him play up to potential, but I keep saying this even with Dallin. I said the stuff I've seen from Trey, when he is playing well, I haven't seen from them. They are solid backs. I agree with you, but we – this is a standard Ohio State. What, what are those? What are those things? What are those things that you, you're speaking of? What? what when I, I just think with his popping explosiveness and when he's able to hit the hole. I mean, I think Trey runs hard too. I think I think under you watched Notre Dame game, he runs pretty hard. And when he gets his ball in his hands and is able to get in space, no one is catching him. We've seen Trey rip off a lot of runs where when he hits the hole in the spaces there, he's out the gate. I haven't seen that from Dallin. I've seen a maybe a little bit from Chip in the Michigan game. He have a nice run, but. Not on that level. You've seen how many catches out the backfield that they have taken it 70, 50. We've seen Trey do this on multiple occasions. Like he's how big a, does the hole have to be for Trey? Though? We like, saw him do that. He not hit the little hole. Under the we saw Trey. That I've seen for that's two cool. Years so you're talking about the Purdue well game. You're talking about the Purdue game, right? Where he ran off the goalpost. That hole was wide as Narnia. Uh, what else? Uh, you're talking about the Maryland game. No, you're not talking about that Maryland game for Trey because he had two yards. But he carry. did have a catch out the backfield where he took it forward. You're thinking of Minnesota. You're thinking of Minnesota. It's, it's like Minnesota. only if he gets the ball in space. Exactly. What happens when we need the five yards? Can he lead himself? five yards before. Like, yes, he didn't play well going down the season. Was it injuries? I don't know. Was his head was in the right place? I don't know. But I know he he has, but I know that I've seen he has the ability and the potential to be a big time back. And we need to, to win a championship. We need a big time back. We can't have an so average real quick walk out of here. Before we move on to wide receivers, everybody give me your one two uh, running back depth chart right now. So I'm like, I'm not trying to disrespect Trey. Everybody said he was hurt and that he saw the holes, but he couldn't physically cut into them. That's what we're hearing. So we're going to see when he's healthy, if he's still running to the back of linemen, I'm going to need you to come back on our podcast and reiterate all the things that you're saying right now. I won't say I was wrong. Okay. 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 Hey, I'm going to tell you, hey, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my depth chart or whatever, man. Give me mine, Chip, Trey, Dallin, Evan. Chip, Dallin, uh, 
Mayan and Trey. They can they're they're one and the same. Is everybody healthy? Everybody is yeah, healthy everybody going is into week everybody one. Is what is your depth chart? If everybody's healthy, give me I would go last year. Give me Trey, Mayan, Evan, that one, and then Chip. If everybody's healthy. <laughs> you had you, you had me there. Never, the Real quick, everybody in the chat, everybody in the chat, do me a favor, put your top three in the running back depth chart. <laughs> and chat. you could put a but 2025 look. recruit in there too, because he hasn't played either, just like Evan. Probably. But look, so here, before we move on to wide receivers, let me give you my bro. I got Trey, I got Chip, I got mine. Those are the three that I want to see taking the most. Oh yes, I James people in there too if you want, because he's he has to play the snap of OSU. Honestly, I don't know if any of them are going to beat out Archie Griffin for RB one. You see them out there again. Nah, no, I'm not disrespecting Evan. I'm not disrespecting him. He's a dog, but he ain't got no carries, bro. That's what I'm saying. If everybody's healthy, he's what we thought he was supposed to be. But I thought you asked something. Before we move on, I thought I thought you had something interesting on the uh, on the Michigan update. If you took the top Michigan backs and put them on the Ohio State roster, where would they rank with Trey, Mayan, and all them? So I will ask the top on that. Give me your top three if the Michigan running backs are included before we get to wide receiver. Mm, I'll go first. Mm. That's easy for me. Mm. Go ahead, Ron. Mm. I'm going to go with Donovan Edwards one. Travion Henderson, two, Chip Trainum, three. Mike? Damn. <laughs> I like, swear, bro, bro, you had a lot of time to think about this. Damn. Put that nigga uh, first, bro. Get the – man, get it. Watch out. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Bro, That's Donovan wild, Edwards, bro. number one, bro. Hey, Steven, get on his bro. eyes, bro. Uh, me? The way I am, man, you know what I'm saying? The way I am, I'm definitely probably, just like I said, probably going to go mine, Chip. Then i put uh, maybe Donovan. Wait, you uh, have mine, Williams, as a better running back than give anyone me, on the roster in Michigan. Give me, hey, give me, give me <laughs> Dallin Hayden. You know what I'm saying? Then Blake Corn. Hey, we capping it here crazy today. Hey, we ain't never there we like go. Before on this podcast, y'all yeah, go ahead. Give me your top three. <laughs> hey, boys, is capping today. Hey, all right. So I'm rolling with. <laughs> give me Chip number one, bro. And then it's one and two between <laughs> Dallin and Blake, bro. And then Edwards and and Trevion. Uh, uh, Trevion is better than fucking Donovan Edwards. I don't think Donovan's that nice, bro. Honestly, but whatever. So you're saying Donovan Edwards would be RB five at Ohio State? RB four ish and a half, whatever. <laughs> what did he do that spectacular? He don't do nothing that's right. He like. I mean, to be honest, honestly, hey, hold on, hold on, hey, hold on, hey, hold on, hey, hold on. Hold on. Hey, hey, Brody, hey, Brody, Brody, you down there? Hold Hey, this is Brody. Was he not getting hands put on him against TCU in the three man front? Ooh. We saw Blake Corum do that. We, we saw Blake. Nah, we saw Blake. Yeah, but he was running through our secondary like Frank the Tank off of old school, bro. We Just saw Blake Corum do that. Wait a minute, let me finish. We saw Blake Corum make a lot out of nothing all year, bro. And when shit got hairy, Donovan Edwards wasn't the guy. So, bro, I'm, I'm a. a my he do got three, a point. He do got saying, a point. Bro. That's all my, I'm saying, bro. My top three. Don't sleep on Blake, bro. Give me. Give me Donovan number one. Give me Trey number two. Give me Maya number three. 
It's my top Reasonable three. minds here thinking alike. Okay, I'm just glad me and Q are on the same page. Yeah, we on the same page. Man, that's that's, that's some light skin so shit, man. That's some light skin hey, Jared, shit. Bro. Hey, dark, hey, 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 dark skin on this side, man. dark skin. All right, let's move on to receivers. They're just lying. Mike's light skin, too. It's just team I am not light skin. Hell nah, man. Hey, I'm done. Mike, Mike look at you. You gonna say I'm light skinned and look at you, bro? It's the lighting. He got an Instagram filter on you uh, on Streamyard. I don't know how he did it. It's sparkling oh, over there. Man. All right, right. Like, you feel like a Twilight <laughs> vampire, bro. Receivers. What do you see? Since you light skin, I'll let you go first. I need the chat to get. Yeah, two lights get over here winning. I'll go first. Bro. Bro, can you get your mic? Let's get back Damn. together, bro. My bad. My get my it bad. together. <laughs> no, but on the wide receivers, I need everyone in the chat to drop me some good moving companies in Columbus because some people got to go. I wasn't feeling what I was seeing from some of the uh, people that have been here for at least a year. I love the uh, long touchdown pass by Carnell Tate. It's just an example that these um, – that these freshman wide receivers are coming. They're not here to wait. They're gonna play. And well, I asked you guys. Time out. Time out, time out bro. Yeah. No, no, he's going, bro. Oh, I just said I'm trying to get real football, bro. Oh. I'm out here trying to get real football analysis. Oh. And they're slandering oh. my yellow blood. Oh. oh, we got. Yeah, I'm just out good, here bro. trying to be oh, great. We gotta throw this up here, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> Y'all gotta chill, bro. Hey, All right, so back to what I was saying. I don't think the wide receivers are, are gonna cut it in the 22 class. These freshmen are here to play. Um, we already have starters, and I think there was show improve time in the spring game, and I didn't see anything that excited me from that class. And yeah, um, I'm excited to see what the freshmen okay. can do. I want to ask you guys though about wide receivers. Which wide receiver was was very underwhelming to watch for you? Easy, Kojo Antwi. Damn, straight jacket. He took. Old he took yeah. Jermaine, okay. Well, elaborate. Davidson, you name it. Jordan Hancock, all of them, bro. Seatbelt, backseat, child lock on, all that. Why you like, say Jordan Hancock and we talk about wide receiver? He's saying he's, 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 he's talking about all oh, 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 like, people locked down. down. Like everybody <laughs> locked him up. Well, okay. I mean, the thing is, is we did watch Kojo get open once, though, but he cannot track yes. a deep ball. Yeah, he can't track a ball over and I ain't his shoulder. On him, bro. It's just at Ohio State, we got a certain standard that we yeah. do, bro. And it shows, that was you know. that was my issue. I think he would be good, maybe getting He'd the ball a... short, short yardage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get him in space, but for sure. Um, I agree. All right, I guess media take. I wasn't really let down by the 22 receivers. Um, I would say in spurts, Kojo has a ways to go. He still, he still, he still got some work to do. Not saying he was great. I thought he was okay. I thought he was okay. I think he still needs another year. Um, Kion Grace, I, I liked a little bit of what I see. He wasn't great either. But I was like, okay, I'm starting to see the ability to stretch the defense a little bit. He needs to work on his ball tracking because he should have had that. He should have had that TD in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have had that one. But I, I didn't thought what I, what I saw was bad. And then um, Caleb Burton was maybe not Caleb Burton. Yeah, Caleb Burton. Uh, no, Caleb Brown. There we go. Was probably my and I actually thought about this. He was probably my least favorite of the bunch, even though he's been getting the most buzz. But I was thinking, bro, like. Going back to thinking recruiting wise, 
how is he ever going to play here if Mookie Cooper couldn't? They were kind of the same guy coming out of high school. And Mookie Cooper, you go back and watch his film, the Mookie Cooper's film, and I'm like, I still wonder how Mookie Cooper could never play here. He had to dip out really early. And maybe he just dipped out too soon. But if he couldn't play here, you're telling me Caleb Brown can? So that, mm. that's my take. How about you, Ron? No, I started. I agree. I think all of these, uh, I think the 22 receivers, this was their chance to show and prove, and I don't think they did. But something um, else that I was interested about from the pass catchers, we saw the graphic of uh, Coach Key uh, with the whiteboard, and it said that tight ends are receivers that can block. Speaking and of that. Thing that. And the first thing that I thought of, is, okay, are we going to actually throw to our tight ends? And then we start the mm. spring game, and we see G. Scott Jr. running out there as tight end one. So I think that's by far the most interesting development that we saw from the tight ends. So I just want to pitch it to you guys. What did you see from the tight ends, and how surprised were you to see G. as tight end one out there on Saturday? I want to I wanna start this off with <laughs> one I know where you're going, bro. You said that tight ends got to be able to receive and block. What cat? Which category do Kate Stover check off for any of those two things at an elite level? Bro, he okay. definitely don't catch because I'm telling you now, I almost. I'm gonna be to the bad my... guy today, bro. I'm being honest, bro. Like what? Does so we, yeah, we got in, We we that, got into it with so, some people over this. Yeah, me and Mike kind of had the timeline a buzz during this <laughs> game. Right. Well, first, I screwed up and I tweeted, I don't want to see us throw at number nine anymore. No, <laughs> keep throwing to Jaden Ballard. I don't want to see eight catch the ball yeah. anymore. Bro, the ball went right through his hands, and I just had a flashback to when we played Team Up North, and I'm like, bro, we, we, that, like, And that's the thing, like, and that was my whole point, like, when people, was, yeah, when people were trying to come at us, that was my whole point is, is you're supposed to see growth, right? And we literally saw the exact same play. Happening the exact same way. Where's the growth? We've just seen him drop the ball in important moments, not important moments, multiple times to the point where now we've watched the Georgia game back on playback. We watched the team of North game back on playback. And one of the recurring themes in both rewatches is we're looking around at each other like, why are we scheming plays for Kate Stover? Like, we didn't throw Jeremy Ruckert the ball this much. Like, we have never thrown at a tight end so much. And then here we have a guy that we call Farmer Gronk out here trying to make Odell-level catches with one hand over defenders. I don't want to see that shit anymore. I want to see G. Scott, top 100 tight end, converted to fucking tight end out there catching the ball. I want to see these receiving tight ends catch the ball. Like, the first thing he said was receivers that block. So it sounds like catching is more of a priority than blocking because that's what we're talking about first here. And this guy has shown us now for two years, catching ain't in his bag. I'm sorry, bro. Welcome to the Mitch Rossi rule. Thank you for your services. I just don't see a point. I just, I mean, the, the Levi boot cuts with the with the dip can in the back pocket, tight ends. We we moving on. We got we got Jelani Thurman, bro. We got we got we got Joe Royer. Joe Royer got a little bit of drip to him. 
Like we just we just gotta get we just gotta get right, man. I, like K Stover, man, he did what he did. I appreciate everything he did, bro. But you could see immediately when Joe Royer got into the game against Georgia that he had out leveraged every linebacker they had on that team with his size and athleticism, and caught three passes easy for CJ Stroud. So Joe, Joe Royer yeah. looked like bro. Joe Royer got bigger too. That's and he got an honestly, afro, bro, a white boy to yeah, afro, dangerous. Yeah, honestly, him and uh, G Scott, you know, we saw G Scott do something stupid in the team up north game that cost a penalty though. But if he's able to hone that in, that aggression, actually block with some technique and with his uh, pass catching ability, we seeing him with the one hand catches time and time again in uh, practice and everything, bro. Like, <laughs> if we get these tight ends. The actual receiving tight ends involved, man. I mean, I do see a role for K. You could put K in the uh, Mitch Rossi role. You know, sometimes they would put Mitch Rossi out there to catch a pass and stuff. I do believe that you can still fit K into this offense, but I don't think that we need to continue, you know, like as we have done here at Buckeye BS, do not hamper the offense or the team by not playing your best guys just because they're young. We need Parker Fleming to pretend like he does something. Make fucking Kate Stover the best pump protector we ever seen in the country, bro. Parker Fleming, get on it. Like, still have my boys something to do. But yeah. still right next to him. They'll just they'll be just locked in together, bro. Stopping every block. <laughs> Everybody's gonna come I'm after you. Warrior, Warrior Scott 20, 2023 voting that ballot. Um, Gabe, you he can block, but uh, I think we got better options receivers. But let's go ahead and roll into the old line so we can get to what well, people really want to talk about this defense. But O line didn't look great to me. It was a spring game, I get it, but they were kind of getting ran through a little bit. But I think that I've heard their run blocking is pretty decent, and they opened up some holes via holding. Yes, they did. <laughs> you know, they held like crazy, but, you know, he ran for 70. So O-line takes real quick, and let's move to the defense. Mike, go ahead. Yeah, this is something that we knew uh, was definitely going to be a work in progress, and that's why we had to go get a guy like Justin Fry, man. These are uh, stud guys. These are the guys that, you know, were second, third, uh, some fourth on our uh, on our board. Um, because we just continue to whiff on guys uh, with stud, man. So, But I do trust that Justin Fryway, uh he could do. Sounds like we're going to be aggressive and go into the portal and get an offensive tackle. I believe if we can at least get one, we will have a strong offensive line. But I done seen us go into seasons with worse. I re- we, I, we all have. So, Yeah, Cam. Um, I think that we saw that our offensive line probably struggles a little bit more with, um, pass pro that, um, than we anticipated. Um, but like, like Mike said, I think the run game, uh, with them was very well. They, they had very strong hands. They were downhill, but I won't get too much into it. Cause it's how to do the defense. We got dudes up front. And people looking like like uh, Ron said, motherfuckers is twitched up a little bit different this year. Look a little bit more in shape. Ain't as flabby. We got biceps and shit out there now. Like them five stars starting to look like five stars a little bit. And it's like you know what? I watch I watch Mike Hall Jr. absolutely obliterate grown men against Notre Dame for three sacks. And it's like, is it weird that he's doing that to Matt Jones and Donovan Jackson? Not at all, because I've seen him do it when he's healthy and in a ball game in prime time. So we got guys, Talik Williams, 
we got guys out there. So I think our offensive line did very well, given what they had the time to do, uh, to be with in the spring. Anybody that's played football, you know that the defense gels light years ahead of the offense before uh, they get clicking. So um, if your offense is shitting on your defense in the spring game, I think you're actually behind. So I, I like what I saw. The defense should be ahead of the offense at the start. <laughs> Yeah, Ron. Which we've seen our offense cook our defense plenty of times. When it comes to offensive line, the only thing I can really say is T's and P's to Mark Pantone because that man got a lot of film to watch because he needs to go find us someone in the portal. Like, prayers to him because I know he got some long nights ahead of him. We got two weeks to figure it out, buddy. Find us someone. That's really all I got on that. Yeah, and I'll second that with you. Not not much to go there. They got to get better. But um, so we're going to hit the defense now in the chat. Give me your defensive takes. Um, I'm just going to ask because we have a, a lot to talk about on defense that people want to hit on. Everybody quickly, Cam, starting with you. Give me your overall defensive take, and then we'll jump into D-line. Um, my overall defensive take is um, interior pass rush is going to be top two in the nation. I like that. It's going to benefit the edge rushers. I've, I've repeated this several times. Um, BIA reminiscence is back, possibly. Uh, Sunny Styles doesn't start at safety. Meet me at West Lane Avenue. We riot at dawn. <laughs> Ron, no, uh, I, I, I started the show with it. Um, shout out to Coach Mick. I've seen triceps, I've seen biceps, I've seen abs. Our fucking team looks fit. I don't see no doughy people running around out there with still baby fat out of high school. I see a bunch of fucking cut-up dudes ready to go out there and smack someone. Cody Simon looked like a different fucking person out there. I don't know what type of nutrition plan they got him on, what type of steroids they got in the Chick-fil-A <laughs> out there now. I don't know what is going on, but that boy is moving different, and I love it. So just to see not only the guys that we expect to see it from, the Sonny Styles, the CJ Hicks, but we see guys like Cody Simon really putting it together and coming in. That's a lot of name that like would uh, rile up the fan base because people would get frustrated with some of his struggles, but we've been here. I mean, Cody Simon was a uh, top 100 recruit. He was someone that the coaching staff has always believed in. So to see that a player that has struggled in the past has really taken a step and it's not just the five stars that we're seeing, it's exciting. And I think uh, we're going to see growth across the board. And I think that's just one indication of what we're going to see this year. Yeah, man. Um, Basically, I wanted to see our secondary, man. I felt like our secondary was very passive uh, last year. And basically, you know, they were contesting a lot of balls, fighting through, uh, trying not to let the passes be complete or trying to cause fumbles as well. We didn't see that at all, man. Uh, So I'm liking – what Tim Walton and Perry Eliano is doing. It looked like the guys are actually starting to learn and hone in actual DB and cornerback techniques. So learning how to flip their hips, we're seeing that now. So I, I like what I see, man. We, I do see things getting better. As Jim Knowles said, his second year is when he starts to focus more on the secondary. So I'm going to hold him to his word. <clears throat> Yeah, I just I just want to make a note. None of those were quick takes. <laughs> so, oh but, no, I got uh, more to say. Yeah, I, I know. I just just get warmed up. We are but, here uh, all let's, night. But let's go ahead and go to the uh, chat. See what they're talking about on the defensive <laughs> end. Let's see here. So we got <laughs> zone six saying not the Kirk Franklin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
There we go. He said the D line will be top three. Cam <clears throat> said top three the two. I'll tell you that. Yeah, linebacker room is deep. Defense. Say my guy Jay Bugs. The defensive line is gonna be the best in the country. A lot of linebackers look good. The DBs look good. Yeah, so right with you. Oh, that's a hot take, right? Like, oh, you see what that's South X? Florida without telling me you're from South Florida. You see Jack that? Sawyer? Y'all see that Jack Sawyer take? Be starting over Kenyatta? Nah, go ahead. Oh, uh, well, let's get take. into it. Let's no, get wait, into wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Before we that get Dez into X that real take. quick, gotta get Des up here. Yeah. I think I think Des just right. threw that in there for Cam and he's capping, but yeah, definitely capping on that Reed Carico. Put some respect on my boy. If, if, it, if it was a ghost out there, Reed Carico, put some respect on my boy. But what's uh, so what's the first right, so one? Kenyatta. Yeah, let's yeah, go let's start on the defensive line. Let's start on the end. Yeah, Ooh. go ahead with D line. So Cam, you you look like you got something to say. I let I let you. All go right, first. cool kid. I'm gonna go off of you, man. Listen, well, Kenyatta Jackson usurp. Jack Sawyer, I'm gonna tell you what. If anybody's gonna get usurped first, it's gonna be uh, JT Tumalau, in my opinion, because uh, I think Jack Sawyer is gonna be ahead and above the best pass rusher that we have this year. Um, he's in shape. He dropped some weight. He's not playing that Jack position. He's playing his natural position. Uh, I don't know if y'all watched that spring game, but that get off coming from 33 looking real different. So um ain't no jack sore usurping going on in the house state this year i'm gonna tell you that right now kenyatta looks amazing mm-hmm. though but um i think uh if anyone you know can be benched it would not be um jack Sawyer. you can do with that information what you will Damn. but um the main hero no pun intended for me hero canoe who knew Hero Canoe can do what he do? I knew. That's I told the y'all. worst buzz I've ever heard. <laughs> I told y'all weeks ago that this motherfucker is a mongoloid sitting at 6'5", 315 in a Woody. And they told us on an interview, oh, man, Woody's, uh, I mean, uh, no, Hero's got some time. He's got some developing to do. Put that motherfucker on the field on the spring game. Five tackles, two TFLs, and a sack. Looking like a goddamn man child out there, bro. That's what I said. Stop listening to them beats, man. They be lying to y'all. Watch the film. Hero's a hemothy. He's going to be in a two deep, and he's a type of shade and nose guard that we haven't had since Came Hanward, bro. And I'm out. Y'all got it, man. Go ahead, Mike. Whoa. <laughs> he really just slipped that in there after that man, awful pun. No, no, no. I said this mouth no, since like him. Cam Hayward when, is last, when is the last time we had a 6'5", three, three, a 300-plus shade or nose guard that can move the line of scrimmage? Like legitimately. Cage. Legitimately move the line of scrimmage. Big facts. Jerron Honestly, Cage. man. What, what think thing about that, it. No, 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 no. I want you to think about it. Tell me one. This nigga Cam just compared Wait, the a fucking son of a Hall of Famer to a guy that's been playing football for three and a half years. I'm Hold saying on, that's man. ability. <laughs> uh, are we? Are we from Hamilton? Well, I don't remember Hamilton. Is that just me? How much was Draymond? Draymond wasn't that big. Okay, a big bro. Devon yeah. Hamilton, bro. What, what are we talking about? Ty Hamilton's older brother. You know what I'm saying? Defense line, 2019. Nobody remember but anyways, <laughs> but anywho, <laughs> but anywho, but I'm gonna jump in here with my defensive. <laughs> I'm just saying, am I the person? <laughs> ahead, All right, man. So, 
damn, you made me lose my point. Anyways, I know where I'm going. Uh, what, one thing I like to see was the linebackers, man. Um, Jim knows is definitely going to be forced. Uh, one thing that he came in saying was he didn't like rotate linebackers, but he's going to be forced to, man. Um, uh, when you're talking about going out there on third and long, there is not one reason why my guy C.J. Hicks should not be out there, bro. Uh, the dude is dangerous out there in coverage. He can get back there uh, pretty fast. Like, we're seeing uh, – what's his name? Tommy Eichenberg drop back into coverage. No, that's not who you want doing that. You want a C.J. Hicks doing that. Uh, watching our D-line like Cam been talking about. That interior pass rush, uh, what, what Cam has always been talking about. What does the interior pass rush equal up to, right? It equals up to them pushing that pocket back and closing in where now uh, it allows our DNs to get uh, more sacks, more pressures. And I feel, you know, what we, we have, like I continue to tell y'all, we've always said, man, Zach Harrison, everybody, they was always a half second away. Always a half second away. I think our DBs can hold for that extra half second. Might not even need it with this D-line, but I do think that now we have recruited and got the DBs to a point where uh, they can do that. And then you got to give our guys some type of credit. It's the first time they got all their defensive coaches back to teach them the same dude, not a different guy. So I think that that's going to be huge. I'm going to keep it quick with the defensive line. I think it applies across the defensive ends and uh, our interior defensive line, our D tackles. Um, there's n You can't screw this up. There's no playing someone that shouldn't be playing. There is no Javante Jean-Baptiste. There is no uh, Jerron Cage stealing snaps from the most talented people mm. on the team. You're going to have to play... Tyleek Williams, you're going to have to play Mike Hall. You're going to have to play Kenyatta Jackson if you're rotating. You're going to have to play Jack Sawyer, JTT, Caden Curry. These guys are going to get their reps, and that's what I'm most excited to see. Like, when was the last time that you weren't screaming for someone on that defensive line to get reps or questioning why is he out there? So I feel like all of the mystery has been taken out of Larry Johnson's hands, and his hand's been forced. These are going to be the guys that play because that's who we have. And I'm excited to see it because you can't fuck it up. Yeah. Or would you – hold on. On a critical pass down or a critical down, would you be mad to see uh, JTT or Jack Sawyer off the field for a king out of Jackson? I'm not taking JTT off the field. If JTT – Would you be upset? I got to see Kenyatta. I got to see Kenyatta with the lights on. Yeah, if he actually But right now, he look good. I can't say yeah. that because Jake wanted yeah. a football game at Happy Valley. I never disrespect a man like that. So yeah. I got to see I'm not, I'm not saying – it's not disrespecting him by saying no, – no, We know, how, we know I, how Larry likes to rotate, and we saw how my, so many times, even in critical downs, right. he I'm got saying. the best guys on the sideline and then got a crappy person in. But we right, know Kenyatta ain't – ain't, it's way more talented right. than those guys that he putting in. But we so. saw JTT Tumala get two interceptions at the DM position. Like, that's yeah. Cool. So yeah, before that's we true. before we move on to the uh, before we move on to the linebackers, throw it in the chat, guys. If uh, we're on a critical third down, what two defensive ends do you want on the field for the Buckeyes? <laughs> yeah, I'll say I'll say for the D line, and I'll spin it right. Actually, in the line. what I do, Mike, before we move on, you know what I would do? 
I would move JTT to um, – I would, I, I would take out Tyleek Williams mm. and move JTT to the five-tech and put Kenyatta outside of him. Mm. I'll let JTT move past us from the five-tech. Rushman package. Okay. That's, yeah, that's not the worst. But, yeah, you can't – I'm with Ron. You can't screw this up on the D-line. It's too, mm-hmm. too many good dudes to, to mess it up, and I just feel like it's going to be elite as long as you play those guys. It'll be fine. Brody hates Jack Sawyer, bro. We're about right. to get we're about to get a notification. One of our five scholarship kickers is moving to defensive tackle. They're gonna be getting, <laughs> be getting reps against Georgia. Right, man. Yeah, but um, as far as the linebackers go, and I wanted to talk with them because I said young linebackers open the show. Man, look, I'm gonna be honest here. This this young talent we have out here, my guy Reed Carico showed up. You know what I'm saying? They said Reed need more time, all this, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. He showed up on the game, like my guy Cam was saying. Mm-hmm. CJ Hicks showed up. Gabe Power showed up. And hot take. First, second, third round picks don't come back for their fifth season. I'm just saying. Mm. So what I'm saying is, what, what else do we need to see? Well, just, <laughs> hey, I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know a lot of fifth round guys going first round. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, so I've heard enough of this bullshit. I'm just going first. Excuse me. I'm not listening to none of that bullshit because I got so many slanderous things that Keith just said that I need to address. Because my man just got off so much fucking bullshit right there. Number one, I'm gonna need you to apologize to my man's gay powers because if we're gonna spark this segment talking about a white running back, it's gay. I mean, a white linebacker, it's gay powers. He had a thousand times better game than fucking Reed Carrico. CJ Hicks and gay powers is gonna be a thousand to reckon with a thousand one day. So that's all. I I just needed to address that. I thought gay had a great day. Gay powers, bro. Gay powers had a way better game than Reed. Gay powers had a great game. I'm sorry, man. I watch I watch Reed Carico tackle a ghost, bro. No, I'm sorry. I was done after tackle a ghost. It was a hole, bro. A hole. What a black hole. Hey, that whole cold. I'm gonna draw right here. He tried to jump in the portal real quick. That's what. <laughs> he saw the portal open up. <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all see these gaps right here, refilled his gap. The hold was here, and Chip went here. Well, I think we just lost monetization for those that are just wa- listening to the pod on audio. Q just drew two titties on top of a fucking post-it note and held them up to the camera, and now we're about to get flagged because he just drew two boobs and said, "You see this right here." <laughs> Don't let never give Q the whiteboard because he's just gonna throw hey, boobs hey, and hey, giggle. Hey, hey, Ron, hey, Ron, Ron. Hey, one, one, hey, hey, chat. This is for you too, chat. This is for you too. Hey, listen, we love Tommy, but if you check Jim Knowles' history with the Mike linebacker, it's literally designed for them to rack up stats and they all go crazy, turn their quarterback into an All-American, All Big Twelve player at OSU. So OSU Junior. So. We know that, right? <laughs> so put it in the chat. Do you wait, 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 wait? Let me finish. Tommy Let me finish. We're gonna go one, two, or three in the first Let round. Let me finish. Next year. Is Let he me finish. Be the first pick, the second pick, or the Let third. Let me overall? finish. Let me finish. Get your take off. <laughs> Didn't Cody Simon and a CJ Hicks combination look a little different than the Tommy yeah, Eichenberg yeah, and Steel Chambers combo? Yeah, it looked yeah, like it was missing the Hall of Fame what, linebacker. I, I want to know what looked Eichenberg. different. I think I think bro, it looked a little faster. Cody looked way looked a little bit more bro. physical. You as know? much grief as we look gave like, Cody, like, bro. Like they was, 
Looked like they was getting under the pass a little bit more. We ain't never seen a deflection from Steele and, and, and Tommy Eichenberg open field like that. Tommy got a pick six, but, you know. They threw like, it right to him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they just looked a little different. Caught it. They, just, they just looked a little different. And, like, I and, and I'm the one that – I've slandered Cody Simon and said that he wasn't great and he wasn't this. And they told me he wasn't healthy. And now that he's healthy, he looks like a whole completely different guy. So Zach, I said that on my podcast know, last man. year. I don't know, man. I, I just think that the him and the CJ Hicks, it just looks a little different out there, bro. Just a little. Uh, so go, go ahead, Mike. Get your get your linebacker takeoff. Yeah, I feel like we ain't hurt. I mean, honestly, ain't nothing the same, man. Uh, Jim knows. Hey, Craig, you <laughs> funny, bro. You <laughs> Jim knows. You can't mess this up, bro. You cannot mess this up, man. Uh, I just want to see rotation, man. I ain't really got much to say. I better see rotation this year. There's guys that deserve to be on the field, and I don't want to hear, oh, we we won't still out here. Still and Tommy have played and got enough reps. We need our guys to get reps so that way that they can go in the next year and be ready. They, we can say that they're veterans and they're not young guys. I don't want to hear us going into next year talking about first-year starters. No, I want our starters to be freaking ready, bro. No, Jim knows you can mess this up. Play the time. No, you better not mess play this up. Play, play the time. You can mess it up. I can see the path. So now. many options. No, bro. Bro, it's almost now. like it's almost like Cody Simon was recruited to be a, a linebacker. Okay, so uh, let me and ask you. So we know our best player. linebacker. Another guy was a converted. We know Never our mind. best line. We know our Never best mind. linebacker is on the team. So I'm gonna ask all of you this. Who is it? Who do you want to see paired with Tommy Eichenberg out there this year? Who's so Tommy Eichenberg is the best linebacker on the team to you? Yes. Okay. Let's be the fuck for real. All right. I'm I being, being for real. I, like I'm already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna be honest. Being extra for real. Anybody paired with Tommy? <laughs> I'm just saying. We have not, bro. We have not seen, bro. Listen. All I know is, bro. I'm all. I, I am a connoisseur of traits i love traits i love flashes of greatness and i don't ever get that from tommy eichenberg i've seen him play 13 games and i didn't get a flash of nothing that made me say wow that is something different we will get that from cj hicks in 13 games and that's why i think that he needs to be on the field bro when he actually goes up against like linebackers and he got a i mean uh against actual athletic running backs and he has to shoot the gap he he whips Tommy whips. Bruh, actually. Can we, All right, can, so we're done we with do the Tommy our, slander. What do you guys think about the quarterbacks since y'all niggas is hating? Hey, hey, bro. Hey, 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 that clip of, hey, that clip of him whipping with played through Ryan's head, he was like, damn. No, I was just waiting for y'all to stop being disrespectful to my niggas so we can move on to a different position group. Let's go to DBs, man. Shout out Tommy E, man. Yeah, since y'all owe to the I'll show you our linebacker rotation. Oh yeah, give us our rotation. Yeah, we got to do our, our like, starting our rotation. Our rotation? Yeah, you go first, Q. Give us yours. Why wow, you gotta put me up first? If it if it was me, if it was me, my <laughs> my my first three on the field would be Cody, would be uh would be Steel, and it, no, Steel wouldn't be on the field, but it would be Hicks, and then it would be Steel. That would be my first okay. three. If it was me, I'm just saying. Hold on, okay. you said get your bullshit off, both of you, real quick. Go ahead, no, Mike. I said I said give me Cody wow. first, give me Hicks second, give me Steel. That was my my rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top three, Mike. Go ahead. 
Dang. Okay, CJ Higgs got to be out there. Cody Simon got to be out there. Give me Gabe Powers. Tommy ain't even his top three. That's crazy. I ain't getting that crazy. Hey, listen, man. No, no. I'm going to put Tommy at four and then still at five because I have not seen. Hold on. Hold on. I've seen Tommy shed a block. I have not really seen still shed a block. That's a given, bro. That's a good one. So right, that, that's why I gotta put Tommy ahead. I'm going, I'm going Tommy as my mic backer because I just know that he's gonna be good enough at this point in the games. I've seen it. I'm I'm big on game film. Even though uh Cody had a good spring, but I gotta see it on the field. And number two, I'm going CJ Hicks. Still Chambers is out of there. And my number three, I'm going Cody Simon rotate either at the wheel or at the mic backer. Still Chambers is gone, bro. Like the win. Out of there. So that's my top three. Y'all done? All right, let's get Go the ahead. DBs. No, whoa, I don't get to get mine. What the fuck? We already know what yours is. Tommy, 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 Tommy. If they would let me, if I could start Tommy at every position on defense, tell you give me eleven Tommies out there. Tell me we ain't winning the national championship. Hey, Brody, you need that type bro. of fucking effort if you want to win national championship. over here. He's the type of kid that bro. knows what it takes to beat Teton, even though he's lost to them twice. But look. Let me tell you, my starting linebackers are fucking Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers, and you guys are going to fucking like it, and that's who it's going to be, and I bet I'm right. I watched the hey, Craig said it, bro. We watched we can move on we were talking about We were talking about the linebackers we will want. We ain't talking about what's the actual coaching seniority. I trust the coaches. Hey, chat. Hey, chat. Just to let you know, chat. Just to let you know. Ron James is a I trust the coaches with my life kind of guy. Like he all he thinks that they're always right with depth chart and decisions and things like that. So when he makes his takes, keep that in mind. Yeah, he that I trust the people that are paid millions of dollars. The same guys that told us that hero. Hold on, Ryan. We were on tape, and they hold on. Those millions of dollar coaches couldn't call the damn offensive plays of Michigan, and I was calling them bitches back to back. Hey, all right, hey, let's go to hey, Legend has it. Legend has it. Ron <laughs> saw the uh the Purdue game that Shiano coached and said, I want him back next season. What? Rutgers made him their head coach. <laughs> you remember that Purdue where Purdue put up like 80 on us in the Shiano year? And look at that. He's still. Oh, I remember that terrible defense we had with Shiano. Bill Belichick uh, hired him after that <laughs> to be his defensive care. coordinator. I don't All care. Right, let's, let's get the DB so we can get out of here. All right, so DB. No, no, no. Before the we move on, we can't. We can't. I can't let this slide. I'm sorry, Q. I'm sorry. We we're gonna have to do it again. I'm gonna have to fire Parker Fleming again because someone's gonna disrespect me and tell me that I'm a Parker Fleming believer. All right, let me run off the stats for you real quick. In our last two bowl games, we have two missed field goals. A fucking kickoff returned on us for a touchdown, and we botched a fake punt against Michigan. Fire Parker Fleming. We can move on. Also, um, Brody, that pick that Steele had in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, they threw it right to him. <laughs> he caught him in stride. <laughs> he didn't even catch it. It just stuck to his jersey. See, Brody? I be trying to tell you, man. All right. Let's get the, let's get the DBs. Let's get the DBs. So, um... Mike, you didn't have a lot on the linebacker takes. So I'll let you take this one first. The DBs was out there flying. They look good. Give me your takes for the DBs. Yeah, man. I mean, we got some physical DBs now, man. I see guys out there putting their hands on people. 
you know, like I said, it looked like Tim Walton has actually been able to teach these guys uh, technique. One thing that we didn't know, and I think it was a disservice to the players, were we didn't hear about these injuries and these guys not getting reps. And now we can see that these guys getting reps. It looked like Denzel Burke got his confidence back out there. He's definitely going to be cornerback one. And uh, it's it's going to be up to Jordan Hancock and David David uh, Davidson Ibanosa, who uh, is going to be what cornerback two. So, boy, I butchered no, like his him. name. You <laughs> turned into Kendrick Perkins there. Ron, you go ahead. Ron, go. Oh, God, bro. Well, hey, the right? crazy part is I normally don't butcher his name, bro. Uh, but, no, yeah, I Ron. agree. I think right. I think Igbenosa is going to – um, I think he's going to be big uh, for our defense. And I'd like to take this time now to publicly apologize to Denzel Burke. It looks like he got off the little Debbie diet and stopped going to Jeff Ruby's. My boy is out there looking – Slim, his his jawline is back. So, bro looks like twenty nine again, and I'm excited for him. So, I'm I'm excited to see what Denzel Burke and uh, Igbenosa because I mean, you think about it, how many freshmen? I mean, Jermaine Matthews is a Hemothy. I'm gonna also plant my flag on Jermaine Matthews Island right now. He will. Someone I saw uh, one of the Jermaine beat writers say that he's gonna have. Uh, Kevin Noon said that uh, he's gonna uh, have a tree in Buckeye Grove one day, and I agree. Uh, Jermaine Matthews is a Hemothy, and he's not going to see the field this year. Denzel Burke started as a true freshman. They saw something that year, and yes, it was a lot out of need, but to be able to trust him, and he played well. So I think if he's able to, you know, develop on the path that we expected him to have, I think I think we're going to be solid at corner. And um, as long as we don't screw up the safety rotation and Sonny Styles is out there, honestly, you could put Sonny Styles out there with anyone honestly and i won't complain as long as sunny's on the field that's really all i want to see yeah, go ahead cam um okay um yeah denzel burke he uh he, he's in shape he's he's he looks good out there but i mean the whole my whole issue with denzel burke has always been when it's the fourth quarter third quarter um are you gonna stick your nose in the run game and tackle someone so uh Hopefully we get that type of effort out of him. But as far as being a DB, like everybody was in phase. I love what I saw from Davison. Um, obviously, he's coming here with a different mentality. Like he's mad as fuck all the time, which I like. <laughs> uh, never seen this nigga smile. Uh, who else? Um, Kai Stokes still taking those weird angles on the run game. Uh, we saw that happen against Wisconsin where Braylon Allen was coming through, screaming through the hole, and he took a bad angle. He, uh, he took a bad angle again when Chip was screaming through the hole. I don't know if it's business decisions, but um, that's got to get coached out of him if he's going to be the uh, MLF player because you're the last of defense. You're, you're, the, you're the one that's <clears throat> supposed to get that guy down or at least turn him inside to make so the rest of the pursuit can get to him. Um, <clears throat> but Jermaine Matthews, listen, that kid's instincts and that kid's ability to – get in and out of breaks and, and read a route tree was on display on Saturday. I'm trying to tell you, like, I've, I've had, it's been a long time since we've seen a corner have the ability to press bail and get out of his breaks and then break on a slant and get a PBU. Um, last year with Cam Brown and, and even Denzel, like anything underneath was always a catch and tackle, always a catch and tackle. And Teton was a catch uh, five yard out and an eight yard touchdown. So it's like, I'm seeing, 
a lot of our corners, a lot of our DBs and phase uh, actually in position to get PBUs in position to change the trajectory of a pass and actually get guys down versus just chasing around wide receivers every Saturday that we saw last year. So um, I'm loving it. And also Saturday was a good product of the pass rush. Like if I know my pass rush is getting home, I'm sitting on a routes because I know the quick game is coming. And it's all a slippery slope on defense that starts with the front. You get home, I can sit at five. I know you're either going to throw a fade, an end route, or, or a screen, or a slant, and I can sit on the routes and we can suffocate the offense. And that's what we saw happen on Saturday. Yeah, I'll give my quick uh, DB take. Everybody go ahead and like that video. We're wrapping this up. And uh, shout it out. Let us know how we doing and all that good stuff. Um, I like our top four corners, I would say, with Brown, obviously Burke, Hancock, and Igbenosin, if I got that right. I would love to see us to have three corners on the field at all times. I, forget that nickel. Play one of them in the, in the slot and keep it moving. I would love to see those four rotated as long in the safety back end. Josh Proctor is going to hold it down. I'm not hopping off that property yet. I stated my claim, so I think he's going to ball out this season. Give me Latham. Give me uh, Sonny Styles, and give me a three-safety rotation somewhere in there. <clears throat> um, make sure nobody's bulletproof. I don't want to see what I seen last season of Josh Proctor got pulled off two seconds, and then we saw we saw the debacle at the end of the season, and none of them hit the bench. Don't want to see that. As long as it's some form of that, <clears throat> I think we're going to be just fine. The safety, I mean, the the DB room looks good, and is BIA back? I asked that. I've asked that question plenty of times. I'll continue to ask it, and that's what I want to see. So that's what I thought about the DBs. Um, but going ahead and wrapping it up there, um, I appreciate everybody coming through. The chat was lit. Yeah, it was today, man. Appreciate y'all boys. Yeah, that, was a, that was a lot of fun. Um, he said thoughts on Jair Brown. I'll answer that real quick. For me, I think he's solid. He looks good. He did get beat on. Was it, it was him that got beat on the Cardinal Tate TD? Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that's more yeah, of a test with the Cardinal. I mean, you get beat in spring. Yeah, I mean, you get beat. Other than that, man, he was solid. I think he looks good. I think he's physical. Um, More honestly, stuff you get I'm, to learn from. So. And he looked he looked good last season, so I expect to expect the jump and play out of him. But um, getting out of here, Mike. If people got any absurd takes that they had to tell you, we're gonna I tell it. you at. Yeah, man. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at two one six underscore Wild Boy. Catch me in the best damn media spaces. Um, you know, and uh, go Bucks. Yeah, Cam. Uh, catch me at uh, I know things at I know things nineteen on Twitter. Uh, also, I want to let everybody know that me and Ron are working on a new uh, show called College Football What Ifs, um, and our first uh, subject is going to be What if Ohio State were not on sanctions in two thousand twelve, and we go to the national championship and play Notre Dame, and how would that trajectory have changed college football versus Alabama? getting a freebie second national championship under Nick Saban. So, uh, I got to tune in for that. Um, yep. If you want to, if you want to find me, I'm also do movies on YouTube at minor league films, but on Twitter, I am city boy Quinn on Instagram, flying it. Johnson, Ron, get us out of here. Yeah. If you guys want to find me, I am at two underscore T E S two on Twitter. If you want to find me on TikTok, I'm two underscore shysty. And if you want to kick it with us during the week, we will be on playback for the NBA playoffs all um, this whole NBA playoff season. So come kick it with us on playback. Um, 
talk shit, watch the games, and we appreciate you supporting us here at Best Damn Media and tuning in to Buckeye BS. We appreciate all you guys for showing up today. Hey, Brody, and one, yeah, I'll see you down there. Yeah, so and after this episode, we're going to take uh, um, surveys and, 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 and get insight for you guys what next one that you want us to do. So, yeah. Cam Newton at Florida is a good one, and Joe Burrow is a good one as well. So, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so tap in on the comments. Always feel free to reach out us, reach out to us on Twitter. Give us feedback. We appreciate all the support, guys. Thank you. Share the show. Also, no disrespect to Indiana. Oh my God. The utmost disrespect to Indiana, always. <laughs>